0: Welcome everyone to the NFT Nation Podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. Today I am blessed to be joined with Calvin Cooper, co-founder and CEO of Toker Labs, which is the company behind the Rove app. Toker Labs is a is a building is building public markets for private assets on Solana. Their newly launched Rove app is the Coinbase for real estate. They just received SEC qual- qualification as well. Now anyone can invest for as little as $1. So with that out of the way, I would like to welcome Calvin and give him the floor and let him introduce himself. How's it going, Calvin?
1: Yo, thanks for the time. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, no problem. I'm, uh, I'm happy you're here and happy to learn more, more uh, not only about you, but about your company and the projects you were building. So um if you wouldn't mind, would you kind of give the audience a brief summary of kind of who you are and how you got to where you are now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're building Toker Labs. Essentially, it's art with money. Um, I love finance and economics. Um, it's really what has allowed humans around the world to achieve um, a standard of living that has like never been conceived of. Um, and so this is like um, uh, our canvas, and together we can ba- paint a better world. Um, and so Toker Labs is, is building a, a public market for private assets, specifically real estate. And why real estate? Well, um, real estate is where we live. It's where um, we raise our families, where we work, where we play. And the problem is is that ownership in our communities is getting further out of reach. Um, the average millennial in Gen Z has no net real estate wealth. It's getting harder to buy a home. And meanwhile, uh, many of us can look out our windows and see cranes up um, and the cities being built around us, which is wonderful, but it would be even better if uh, we could also participate and own our cities. And so that's the core problem we're solving.
0: Yeah, awesome. I really, uh, I'm really looking forward to what your company is building. And I really think it's going to be very innovative for especially the future of real estate investing but I think a lot of the audience wants to know about kind of what did you do before crypto how did you get into it and like how did you get to where you are now
1: oh man that's a, that's a journey I, I'd say like um in 2010 it's a college dropout I'm working on a, a startup that didn't work and um I was basically homeless um and Found my way back into school. Uh, I've always been studious. Um, and uh, so I, I, you know, get basically straight A's. And was always a couple of years ahead of math. Um, but when I got back into school, I was even more on fire and and loaded up my plate with publishing research. And there's something really special to me about observing things in the world, um, getting access to data, um, having a hypothesis, testing that drawing conclusions but then executing it and so um, venture capital was a way to, to do that to come up with a thesis but not just have a thesis on how the world is and should be but to be able to put capital against that and back uh, founders and I was at a small fund um, I had to work my way to get there um, just working nights and weekends on top of a day job to get a shot to get an adventure so understand this is my, this was my dream job. I loved working with founders. I was at a small fund in the Midwest. I helped raise the second fund. Um, That's really how I solidified my job is a bet with the founders. Like if I don't raise money for the fund, um, then fire me. And I did. And and they were um, kind enough to take me under their wings, teach me what they knew. Um, And then I was starting to come up with a point of view on my own. And one of the markets that I was most obsessed with was smart cities landscape um, and how we build cities that help facilitate a better quality of life for everyone using technology. Um, and I was really obsessed with fintech and blockchain technologies. Um, and so the convergence of those land, the, those market maps really is, is what we're building today. Um, and I was really compelled to work on real estate because, I mean, there's, whole family history there chip on my shoulder about it my mom lost her house in the last recession and so I just was so obsessed when I was um getting promoted to partner I quit the firm and uh went off on my own um and you know pulled together a team of co-founders and started going after this with pretty much no money we ran out um uh, at some point point but then we're able to raise our seed round. So like, that, that's my story. I was just obsessed with this market map and, and this problem that needs to be solved and building a product that I want to use.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I really enjoy your, your kind of, uh, come to where you are now story. If that makes sense, you're kind of not really upbringing, but your upbringing in the business world. You could say it's pretty admirable to see your kind of dedication to this project and in keeping it alive as any any means possible if that makes sense because uh the the final the final um kind of breakthrough of this project can be something really great and I'm really excited for the future of it but for the audience that's new to Toker Labs and wants to learn more can you kind of give the breakdown of you mentioned it how you how it started and how kind of you're, you kept it alive, but can you kind of give a breakdown of how Toker came to be and what really is Toker, Toker Labs? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So when we were first pursuing this problem, um, it was under the theme of community-owned real estate powered by blockchain technology. And this was like 2018. And so we were taking execution risks. You know, I'm a product founder now, but before that, didn't really um, have experience building products. And we were taking, um, uh, it was a new team. So that's execution risk. Market risk, you have to find product market fit. Technology doesn't solve for business model innovation necessarily or um, help you aggregate supply and demand. Um, and you can use technology, but you also have to build the right user experience. So there's, there's the, the market risk, really, uh, launching a product into the market. And then there was technology risk. Like Solana didn't exist. Um, smart contract technology is pretty nascent. And so we had to pick one, um, like uh, we're, we can't take all the risks at once. And so we started to build fintech solutions that we could, um, launch into the market that we wanted to ultimately, uh, transform to really learn, uh, on the consumer side, how to, to build user experiences that are easy to engage with. And on the supply side, the owner side, to understand um, how can we get access to the best deals and also build a pipeline of relationships nationally. And so, you know, to summarize, we decided to build our use case first and then the protocol second. Um, and so we started with Rope. And um, most people in this space, as you know, start with the protocol first and they built this thing. Technology often really fascinated, um, but then it's a solution in search of a problem, and they ultimately struggle to find product market fit. And so we chose the the opposite direction um, with building the Rovat first, and then the
0: Token Protocol uh, next. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes perfect. I uh, I kind of like that. It's a pre- pretty simple um, understanding of what Toker Labs is. And can you kind of explain? more of what like Toker Labs is aiming to solve. I know you kind of just pretty much explained like where Toker came from and how it's kind of grown, but can you can you kind of reiterate what the main uh, problem that Toker Labs is solving?
1: Yeah, let's walk through it. So every the commercial real estate asset is, um, has a ledger, right? It's called its cap table, uh, the ledger of its investors, uh, and who has the right to the equity and the cash flows, right? And then there's contracts, there's description agreement uh, and other agreements that outlaw the rights. And so today, when, when you look at an apartment building or an office building, most of the places we interact with, uh, property developers, when they're financing it or recapitalizing capitalizing it, um, they're raising equity from um, investors. They're called LPs, limited partners. Mm -hmm. And those are typically family offices, high net worth individuals, people who make a couple hundred grand uh, a year in income or have over a million dollars in net worth. These are called accredited investors. And by law, non-accredited investors can't participate unless you go through a long process. So anyway, uh, that's how real estate is financed around us. Uh, Rich people own it. And everybody else gets to interact with it and pay rent. And so um, the cap table, is, which is a ledger, uh, is really dumb, right? It's in a spreadsheet or it's in um, it's in a cap table management software. Uh, but it's not interoperable or composable or visible to people around the world. Computers can't interact with it. So there's a limited market. Therefore... Yeah. Equity in real estate is illiquid. It's illiquid. People can't sell it. Through, you know their their fractional equity interests easily. Um, and if you're a non-accredited investor, like most of us, you don't have access at all. Um, you can't invest if you wanted to. And um, there are crowdfunding sites, but you get adverse selection. It's usually the people who were desperate to raise money who go to those sites. Um, and so that's that's the problem, right? Um, the opportunity is to make is to change that what you call like a 100x better cap table which is programmable composable interoperable it's something that anybody can interact with or any developer can uh, like self reaching and the outcome of that technology would be that anybody could bid and invest in real estate with a dollar yeah and it would be liquid
0: and available to everybody in the world. And that would be perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of, it's really cool. It's really, I like the how Toker Labs is kind of going at that full force to solve that problem and getting um, the uh, public and kind of the everyday man to be able to invest in real estate. Cause it kind of go coincides with this goal of the podcast of getting everyone, uh, po- giving all the relatable, uh information out there to the everyday joe because a lot of things are kept away from everyday people and getting uh information as well as investment opportunities to the everyday joe is kind of the way we build wealth kind of for everyone equally and kind of to keep on the same topic of toker labs and how they develop <clears throat> how Toker labs develop certain applications and stuff like that can you kind of talk about why you all chose uh to build on the Solana blockchain over others?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we did, we built a few proofs of concept um, on Ethereum. So uh, first, you know, we think about the strategy high level. We've compartmentalized for compliance. So the Rove app is fully compliant. We just received SEC qualification. When you download it, it feels very CFI track by mm-hmm. what you're used to, like Coinbase. It's mm-hmm. not like, tokenized, or uh, crypto, or um, blockchain-based. Yeah, Uh, we are integrating with web 3 and you will have self-custody Solana accounts, but um, you know. Um, So anyway, you've got the Rove app, and done right, um, when we succeed, Rove would be like our iTunes, and when we open source as much of our technology as possible, other people could build Spotify or other apps that we don't even know what, what could exist. Um, and so there's that. So we're, we we believe, our, my point of view is that um, open source technology is way more powerful than closed source technology. And I want to enable infinite freedom um, and opportunity in the world. And now more than ever, after building a TradFi app, you wouldn't even believe how hard it is to simulate the ease of use like the The ACH rails, our traditional banking system, is trash. It is. It only feels like it works well because companies abstract away all of the inefficiency from mm-hmm. users. But that that comes at a cost, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. so you have companies that collect rent, and then there's um, <clears throat> the opportunity for. Uh, liquid. So there's open source technology. So you want to build um, use, using blockchain technology for a myriad of reasons. But then there's the issue of if you're going to build a public market for uh, private assets and you're going to build the Nasdaq of the future, you can't have um, transaction costs that are 10 cents even, you know, certainly couldn't be a $1 dollar or a hundred dollars.
0: Like, yeah, especially with the kind of the rise of commission free trading and stuff like that. You got to be able to compete in the market with low fees and stuff. So I, that completely makes sense.
1: Right. And then there's like um, derivative markets and all these things that enable liquidity in the traditional financial system. And if you're going to create a new financial system, it needs to be not just 1x better. It needs to be 10x better. But it certainly can't be worse. Right. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you're building on Ethereum, there's a lot. I believe the future of uh, financial markets will be built on Solana. And yeah. so we, we we built on Ethereum first um, as a proof of concept and did some things like integrate MetaMask and Aave into the Robe app, so you could borrow against crypto to invest in real estate. Um, and we just did that for our R&D We learned by building Uh, But now, as we go to market, we're building on Solana.
0: Yeah, awesome. I completely support the uh, uh, movement towards Solana because since this podcast is also supposed to be relatable, just like I mentioned earlier, another reason why we support Solana here is because it is so much cheaper to use and the everyday Joe can kind of afford to use Solana other than Ethereum, which sometimes if the um, uh, transactions are a bit slow you or uh, the transaction kind of volume is way too high on Ethereum. You could end up paying hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars just in gas. So yeah, I completely. Um, it's pretty admirable for you all to go on Solana and start building. But to talk about what, you yeah, what? Well, yeah, well,
1: there's a joke. There's a. Jo- I saw this on Twitter. Solana is for the poor, <laughs> and I love that. You know, yeah. Solana like, Solana's for the poor, and so are we. That's <laughs> why we we're building on Solana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that like, honestly, it's, it's it's bad to say that you want the poor in crypto if you use poor and like kind of quotation marks, because when you say poor in crypto, you're talking about the everyday Joe, just the, every, the everyday person that wants to put maybe 5% of their portfolio in crypto expands, uh, start investing in real estate, which you all are working on and stuff like that, which really is going to make Solana um, kind of the blockchain of the future, in my opinion. But to talk about more about what Toker Labs is building and kind of the reason we are here, I mentioned it in the intro about what Rove is and how it's kind of becoming the coinbase for real estate and has the potential to be a major mover for the future of real estate investing. But can you kind of give a basic introduction of what Rove is, why the audience should think about um, real estate investing via Rove and everything that has to do with it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, at a high level, there's a few phases. Phase one is CeFi, phase two is Web3, and open finance, right, or DeFi. Uh, and so, Rove is that first phase. It's the, it's, it's the tip of the iceberg. And so, um, it allows people around the world to onboard really easily uh, with uh, with the user experience that they're used to. And in the under the hood, man, there's a myriad of technologies and APIs and um, intermediaries, and so we're starting to integrate then with Web three in the next phase. Um, and so, you know, without going too into the weeds, um, Robe is like Coinbase. You can download it, invest as little as a dollar in your own uh, fractional piece of real estate, um, and. You can follow property owners in your city or around the world, invest based on the theme um, and, and vote with your dollars on how you want to see our cities develop. Um, And the benefit to investing in real estate is that these are cash flowing assets typically. Um, And so it's a way to earn passive income, Uh, but more than finance. And the reason why I, I believe in investing in individual real estate assets specifically is that it's a way to belong, and it's a way to realign incentives in our cities so mm-hmm. that more people care and maybe show up, so that the yimbys drown out the NIMBYs in zoning meetings, and maybe yeah. we get more more supply and start fixing the housing challenges we have.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like um, you can't you can't make uh, real world assets fully decentralized, but it's kind of like expanding or ma- honestly just making real estate investing more decentralized in like kind of the real world aspect because more and more people will have a say and it's not just three rich dudes inside the city that's like let's build this let's make this let's make rent this price it's really just giving power to the people so i really um i really appreciate all the work you all have been doing especially with the app. i'm really i'm really positive and have a lot of uh kind of just good vibes heading toward Rove's Rove's way, if that makes sense. I'm excited for what the future has. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But um, talking about the future of Rove and why uh, you all will continue to build in the positive direction, if any of the audience is maybe looking to start investing in Rove or in in, uh, real estate using Rove, how could they go about that?
1: Um, Download the Rove app. And um, it's in the Apple App Store, or you can go to rove.com R-H-O-V-E.com. And in the show notes, there's going to be a referral code. So if you use it, you'll get a $5 credit, which you can use to invest. Um, and so when you download it, it's pretty straightforward. Um, if you use the invite code, you'll be among the first people um, to use the app. Uh, we'll do a much wider release of the app this summer, Uh, But right now it's invite only, and as an audience of this podcast, you're invited.
0: Exactly, just another perk of being a NFT Nation fan, you could say. But yes, you will. I will have the link in the show notes, and I will um, also post it on Twitter when this episode goes live. So um, feel free to use that to invest into Rove Real Estate. I use Rove, and I think it's a great service, especially it's great a great way to diversify your investment portfolio. But come, So you want to
1: talk NFTs?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Let's get right into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that might be a good time, you know, <laughs> while the audience is downloading the app. Something yeah. that you, maybe you and I didn't even talk about before the show started. So here's a plug. Yeah. Um, in the rewards tab, you can earn badges in the Rove app. Um, and in a few weeks, when we integrate with Web3 off, and you get a Solana account in the background automatically, your NFT badges are going to be mintable. Like the badges are be will be mintable as NFTs.
0: That's awesome. I, we always uh, we love the NFT aspect here, especially with Solana and everything. I'm a big proponent of Solana NFTs. I think they have a lot of uh, kind of. Uh, positive they have a po- positive future ahead of them but right. i will say go ahead
1: i mean like in badges like they say something right they they yeah. mean something it means I've, I've done something i'm part of something or I, I made an achievement and to be able to take ownership of that outside of our app i think it's cool we're going to start dropping like limited edition nfts in the app um as well and that's just a fun thing we're doing because we're just DJs and, and <laughs> all of us have NFTs. Yeah. Uh, but there's a much more important um, roadmap for NFTs and, and the role they play in real estate and managing cap tables. And so that's something that Toker Labs is building out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the, uh, it's the project for which we, want, we were one of the winners of Solana Riptide.
0: Could you kind of talk more about that? Because i sure my audience is very interested to know about you all. Because winning Solana Riptide is a big, big honor. Can you kind of more, talk more about that?
1: Yeah, we were one of the winners of their global hackathon. Um, and we built a proof of concept in, in 30 days. Uh, and this is like part of our longer term roadmap. So like today in the app, you're not like tokenizing real estate. And it's important to understand before I dive in that tokenizing real estate does not make real estate more valuable Mm
0: -hmm.
1: intrinsically. It doesn't. But backing crypto assets or tokens with real estate can make tokens more valuable. Yeah. Yeah. So tokenizing real estate doesn't make real estate more valuable, but backing tokens with real estate make tokens more valuable. And why are tokens valuable? one reason why crypto assets are valuable or uh, a, a few reasons are because they're interoperable, they're programmable, they're composable. Right. And so when you bring that interoperability, programmability, composability to, um, real estate, you're going to enable so much more creativity and finance. Like, you know, we can invent new types of 30 year mortgage. It's crazy. Who lives in the same yeah. place for 30 years. Um, mm-hmm. And so in order, so that's the, the core, you know, like philosophy here. Um, and then in terms of the project, uh, what we did was just as a proof of concept, we forked realms, we formed a DAO, the DAO formed an LLC in Wyoming, legally limited liability company. And that LLC, which was owned by the DAO, um, Then formed an LLC in Ohio, and that LLC acquired a $10,000 plot of land. Okay, so now the Dow owns real estate, and uh, that LLC owns one piece of property. And so the LLC is now basically a a proxy for the property. Uh, And so we then minted ownership of the LLC or the property as an NFT. Tomorrow. And in the metadata of that NFT, you can see like where the property is located, it's Latin launch, um, there's on IPFS, there's um like a link links to the docs um like articles of organization, the title, and things like that. So then if the DAO were to sell the NFT, then by virtue of purchasing it the buyer and seller are uh, are automatically signing in the background what's called an assignment of membership interest agreement, which means by selling the NFT, you're transferring the LLC, which you can do on-chain. It's typically done on DocuSign today. And so we did basically demonstrate it how one would uh, purchase a property as a DAO, mint an NFT, and legally transfer land by transferring an NFT.
0: That's so awesome. That that, that that has me so bullish on the future of just uh, like kind of web three applications as a whole, not only just DAOs and NFTs, but just everything because if you're you're like it's it's um it's a possibility to change the entire real estate market just like you said earlier. And I think it may not be tomorrow, it may not be next week, but in the in the coming uh near future there's definitely a possibility for a big disturbance in how we kind of function as re- do real estate as a whole. So I'm pretty uh, excited for what the future has to hold.
1: Oh yeah, we are too. So that, that's why we're here, man. It's a multi-year roadmap, um, yeah. but, but we know where we're going.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So uh, obviously Calvin, I know you're um, very busy and definitely have a bunch of investor meetings um, ahead of you and, I really want to thank you for opening your schedule to come and talk to me today and kind of let the audience know all about Rove. But before we head out here, I kind of want to give you the floor again to kind of uh, let the audience know where to find Rove again and kind of just be able to tell them whatever you would like. So go right ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. Head to Rove.com. R-H-O-V-E.com. Download the app. Start investing today. Um, but, you know, also join our discord if you're a, a DJ and wants to be, you know, more aware of our whole roadmap, um, join our discord. Uh, there's a link on our site. Uh, we'd love to talk to you there.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Not only if you are looking to, uh, use Rove to begin your real estate investing journey, I will have the, my referral link in this episode description, and it is also on my link tree. So, if you want to go there, that's going, going to be on all of my social medias. And talking about social medias, feel free to follow the NFT Nation podcast on all of our social medias. It is at NFT underscore Nation underscore podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. But, Calvin, I actually have one more question for you. And I asked it to every guest I have. And, it, and that is if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why?
1: <laughs> one superpower? What yeah. would it be? Oh man, I don't even know. Um, you'd be
0: you'd be surprised how many guests it get, it gets off guard. jeez
1: um I don't know. No sleep, man. <laughs> if I <laughs> Not, didn't need any sleep, that'd be great.
0: Your Twitter following would be insane. You'd be be on Twitter twenty four seven. Oh man. Would we'll never I'm have really to leave.
1: Sleep. Sleep no, man, I'm I'm almost there. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good one.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. I uh, I agree. Sleep sometimes feels like, even though it feels good to take a take like a ten hour dirt nap every now and then, sometimes you're like, damn, I'm not gonna be able to get anything done because I gotta sleep. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I want I want I want to thank you again for coming on today. I want to thank the audience for listening to this podcast. You all are the whole reason uh, Calvin and I are here today. But also, if you want to support us, obviously, like I said, follow our social medias. Send us a message if you have any comments to make. But also, share this episode with a friend. Show them the future of real estate investing. Um, Word of mouth advertising really helps us grow here. And also, rate this uh, podcast five stars on Spotify. It helps Spotify know that even though we are a small podcast, people enjoy us and we are getting the right information out there. So, yeah, that's going to be it for me today. Um, Calvin, do you want to say anything before we head out here?
1: No, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Looking forward to engaging with you in Discord.
0: Yeah, awesome. See you guys.